Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. My and the Sky Darkened, who I've got on the show with me right now. They've got a new album called Between Goats, which was released in May. Right now, I'm being joined by Ryan to share some stories about the music and share more info about the band. So, Ryan, welcome to the show. Hi, John. Glad to be here. Absolutely great to have you on. Let's Now, I mean, you seem like a very happy, cheerful, jovial young man. <laughs> We've got the burden hardest to bear. We've got and the sky darkened. Like there's so much doom and gloom going <laughs> going on here. But I guess my question is, well, what is the burden hardest to bear? Um, from a lyrical point of view, the burden hardest to bear is about um, basically how we um, we're misusing the planet and um, how we're basically leaving the, the next generation uh, a burden that's going to be very hard to bear, pretty much. Um, not just uh, not just from a, a sort of a pollution point of view, but also from like an economic point of view. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Multifaceted. Multifaceted, and all the different ways yeah. in which we can screw everything up together as a team for. Yep. Uh, for the, for next, the next generation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for the next generation. Okay. Wow. I mean, it brings up so many interesting questions. So, I mean, I guess, is it like a political tinge, or is it just kind of an all-out, like you guys got together one day and said, we're, man, we're misusing the planet? No, it was, um, I pretty much uh, write all the lyrics on my own anyway, but um, it's probably the closest we'll ever get to a political political song. It's not really um, my, my cup of tea normally. But just, um, yeah, it just, just came to me, to be honest with you. It's... Um, yeah, like I said, it's probably the closest thing we'll ever come to that sort of socio-economic, political rant kind of thing. It's a uh, you know our rage against the machine moment, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, <laughs> beautiful. Now, I guess when it comes to the, I'm trying to remember if if you had chosen these two tracks or if I had chosen these two tracks. But I guess my next big honking question then is of the choice to make this track in particular uh, a single. What was it about the track that was? I guess important out of all of the others, especially with regard to getting the music video. I think it was basically it was. Um, I think <laughs> for a start, it was the shortest one of the, of the four on the EP, so it made sense from a single point of view anyway. But it's also probably the the most in your face. It gets the point straight away, so it was always uh, the most likely uh, candidate out of the four. Um, like I said, it's a little, little bit more upbeat in the sound. I know obviously it gets a little bit heavier in the middle and everything, but it's just a little bit catchier. Um, it's got a little bit more of a catchy chorus, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, it was always a front runner, to be honest with you. With regard to the scope of the EP, then, is, I guess, take us through the writing of, of this track. Has it been around for a while? Is it a newcomer to the EP? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, the same with most musicians, there's, or, or guitarists at least, there's always one or two riffs that you sort of you have kicking around for a year or two, perhaps before you sit down and deliberately use, use them in anything. Um, but I think I, I had the um, I had the, the harmony guitars right at the beginning of something that was just kicking around for a long time. And uh, and I think it was the chorus, the chorus riffs. And they were just sitting around, and I just basically sat down and just made something with them. Uh, I think it was uh, probably looking at the best part of 18 months ago, um, Gave the demo to the guys and really liked it because it was fast, a bit more upbeat, um, catchy. <laughs> and um, yeah, it just went from there. It was, um, yeah, a couple of riffs had just been kicking around for a few years and I just did something with them. Cool. All right. Well, and if, if you enjoyed, if you dug the track, Burden Hardest to Bear, you'll be super excited. So there's a music video you can check out where the boys are jamming in what looks like their practice space. And you can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca from the track The Dark and Awaked. And is this what happens after this guy darkened or is it before? <laughs> uh, not quite. Um, 
<laughs> now this uh, this track is a little bit more. Um, uh, I think with our first EP, there was a lot of um, sort of high concept stuff going on lyrically, but um, with this one, this was a little bit more um, uh, about this sort of the world outside uh, rather than sort of you know the, the, the personal stuff. Uh, so this one's actually based more on conflict and war, to be honest with you. Um, so in particular, um, you know, there's no no particular one war it's referring to. It's just conflicts over the ages. Okay, so I well, that's an interesting kind of point. So it's not a particular conflict or a particular war, but I guess just humanity's tendency to conflict with uh, yeah. one tribe to the other, sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. You know, whether whether it's tribal, religious, money, oil, you know, resources, and all that, it's just yeah, just the uh, the impact it has on each other. Wow. Now, I'm curious, with regard to the track, something that kind of stuck me was the intro uh, is very different from the way the song kicks in. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I guess, did it feel like it needed an intro? Was that intro always there? It was um, uh, Ollie and the other guitarist in the band. Um, I think I was jamming around at his house. And he just started playing the, the the two chords, that sort of reggae kind of skank rhythm, <clears throat> and um, I just, it just resonated with me. And I just I wrote the little the harmony goes over the top with the um, not the harmony, the melody with the uh, the lead guitar, and it literally just built from there. Um, again, I just took it with me. I just learned what he did, went back and sat in the, in my little uh, home studio, and it just went from there. Literally, just built and built and built and just carried on going, and ended up being more of a, a Slayer stroke Iron Maiden thing at the end. <laughs> Anyway, my note on it is uh, a jazz trio goes power metal. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> we've had all sorts of, we've had um, people saying it's, it's almost death metal in the beginning. But yeah, we've had the Slayer, the Metallica, uh, we've had all sorts of stuff. The Iron Maiden one's a popular one for the year uh, because there's lots of harmony guitars in it as well. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. <coughs> Excuse oh, me. No worries. Beautiful stuff. Now, if you dug the two tracks of Burden Hardest to Bear and The Darkened Await, then you will be super excited to know that in May came an EP called Between Ghosts. Now, I guess my big question, my big luscious, juicy question, Ryan, is these two tracks, Burden Hardest to Bear and The Darkened Await, is this what we should expect from the EP? Um, not necessarily, actually. Um, they're, probably the, the, like, they're probably the two most up-tempo, the ones that will grab you more immediately, perhaps. Um, the other one's a little bit slower. Uh, one's a bit more mid-tempo, a bit more like what you probably find on our first EP. Um, and then the other one, actually, is uh, almost like an acoustic ballad with a piano and um, synth and all sorts of stuff on it, actually. Wow. This is, is that... So there's something for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> now with the piano and the synth and the acoustic guitars, it seems like a bit of a... De- Departure, is it? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, we've always had you know the clean guitars and some little acoustic parts uh, to break up all, you know the heavier stuff. But um, yeah, this one literally um, is acoustic and piano all the way through. Um, Ollie did a, a really nice job with some um, lead guitar stuff over the top, but it's it's quite uh, atmospheric. Um, I know he he listens to a lot of uh, electronic music, so and things like Pro- the Prodigy and all that when he was younger, especially. And um, so you've got some sort of synthy effect and his uh, ambient lead guitar over the top as well. So it's really, really wow. good. Wow. little f- something we, um, we a little a fire starter he is. <laughs> but um, yeah, don't let that f- uh, fool you, though, because there's <laughs> nothing like the prodigy. <laughs> you know, true story. I found this out. I can't remember where, uh, but I've seen a picture of it to prove it is uh, the synthesizer patch. Because back then that it was actually a physical synth- synthesizer. It's making us sound old, Ryan. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just something in like I don't know Cubase or or Logic or, or Fruity Loops or whatever. It was an actual synthesizer, and the patch was called Firestarter or Firestart or something like that. Uh, and yep. they just wrote the song around that synth patch. And when it came time to naming the song, it was well, 
<laughs> it was there. Ready exactly. To go. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I've done something similar myself when I've when I've heard something that's already um, in the software or something and just jumped, just gone off right. from that. <laughs> now, when it comes to the title "Between Ghosts," is there a deeper meaning to this? What does "Between Ghosts" mean? Um, it refers uh, to the title track uh, in particular, obviously. Um, it's basically when you when you get uh, suffer a loss, whether it's um, a breakdown of a relationship or a, a bereavement or something like that. You know, very deep and meaningful. Um, and basically, the conflicted feelings you get at the end, and some of those will never be resolved. So they're almost um, sort of uh, it's almost a secret or a feeling between ghosts, if that makes sense. It's something that you can ne- it's never going to be tangible, and you can never put your finger on it, but you'll always have it there. Wow, very cool. <laughs> it, it, it is deep. You could say the sky is darkening. As we, yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Now, uh, normally, uh, Ryan would be chatting about all those wonderful things that are w- would be happening, festivals and tours and whatnot. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> but with this episode airing approximately in about a month or so, I guess my my question is: Well, is there anything that I missed that maybe you want to chat about, or anything I don't know, quasi quarantine related that would be noteworthy? I, I've got to be honest. Apart from literally the release of the EP, I mean, we're going to be uh, working on uh, a follow up EP uh, probably t- towards the end of the year now. Hopefully, once the lockdowns and everything are, uh, have lifted a little bit. But yeah, there's there's no gigs to <laughs> no gigs to plug. It's literally just all about our um, our uh, our streaming sales. Um, the people can buy our physical CD um, and uh, our YouTube um, channel. To be honest with you, but keep an eye out. We'll have uh, lots of bits and bobs coming over, especially on the YouTube channel. But um, yeah, as far as gigs. Uh, yeah, not so much <laughs> in the short term anyway. All right, perfect. Well, Ryan, unless there's anything else that you wanted to throw out there that I missed, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Not a problem. Absolute pleasure.